Hey guys and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone that has downloaded over the last 36, 37 episodes, whatever it may be at this stage. I think it's about 37. Um, so this is just one of these episodes that's kind of come into my head and I thought that I would put it out there. I've been wanting to put it out there for a while and I was kind of like having a little bit of downtime after doing an exam and I was kind of like let's just press record and see what happens. So I just want to say to thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you for sharing up on your social media. Thank you for listening. Thank you for talking to it about your friends. And please do continue to review it up on iTunes. Please do continue to share it on your stories because it does mean a lot. The more people that listen to this, the more people can kind of hear an OBS approach to kind of fitness, all things nutrition, mindset side of things. Because there is a lot of bullshit out there at the minute and it's just important for me personally to try and get that out and to try and help as many people as possible and I'm honoured that I can do that. I'm honoured that I have the privilege that my my job entails meeting people from various different backgrounds, from doctors, uh, from people who work in coffee shops and it, it's amazing to hear their stories, how we I can potentially help them change their mindset help them potentially change their how they've lost weight um but this episode's quite a a, quite a close episode to myself um it's, it's it's concentrating on the mental health side of things and i know i did a mental health episode about myself on episode 11 and that was my story so if you haven't if you're new to listening or new to following me and you haven't heard my story please do head over to episode 11 and do have a listen but I'll give you a brief synopsis so I was a a recruiter for about five years absolutely despised my job and was never really really I was okay at it I wasn't amazing at it did okay with the kind of financial side of things without loving my job was in a vicious circle of kind of going out every weekend and never really happy kind of going out in the gargle and then going into that vicious circle never really happy never really kind of found myself um, and then had a awkward kind of teenage years as well and then college came along felt a little bit more comfortable but was trying to fit in I was never really myself and then April 2017 came along and that's when my life kind of changed I know it sounds cheesy as it is but my life kind of changed and I ended up with two blood clots in my left arm woke up one morning randomly two blood, clot- blood clots in my left arm rang one of the lads whose boyfriend uh, was, is a doctor and he said uh, well she you need to go to A&E so I went to A&E uh, I went to VHI first and they couldn't treat me went to v, uh, to the Vincent's and had to stay in for a week got uh, the, the the veins opened up with a balloon uh, I was awake for that surgery and then two weeks later I ended up with fluid in my lungs so that's my story I fell into a really bad hole um, mentally Could, didn't go back to work didn't work for probably roughly about a year I just couldn't face getting up anxiety was at its height was at its peak didn't know what was going on my parents saw a difference but they I look back and I thank them so much they let me rely or realize that it was my I need to figure it out for myself what was wrong so I decided to kind of sit down the parents and kind of say look I need to go and talk to someone and it was one of those epiphany moments that just like a dark cloud lifted off me I went to a place in Stillorgan in Dublin Connolly Counselling and Sharon was amazing Sharon is it was a very no BS approach and that's the approach that I needed and we kind of went through a lot of things and kind of realised that there was there was underlying issues and 
I, we kind of rectified them. So like mental health is kind of, it's a very important aspect to me. I had gone to the GP before I went to Sharon and I was put on to antidepressants. I personally, I am not a, a I'm a PT. I'm not a doctor. I am not a, a mental health professional. This is my opinion. This is no one else's opinion. And if people disagree with this, I do apologize for putting out the content out there. But if one person kind of relates to this at all, well, then it's, that's the reason I put this episode out. And it's not all kind of dieting, all that kind of stuff. I'm really big into the mindset stuff. And I know more and more people are. And when it comes to mental health, it's definitely affected one of us or nearly all of us at some point, whether we know someone who has unfortunately committed suicide or we've known ourselves that we've had kind of low times and we've ended up going on antidepressants and from after I've gone on them probably probably I'm a little bit too open about it but I've kind of spoken about it with various people and I, the more and more people I speak to the more and more I realise that people have actually been put on antidepressants um, I was put on antidepressants and I couldn't think straight I couldn't string a sentence together I was very cloudy I was very foggy in my mind and I didn't like it and the day I started kind of starting in the gym that I work in now was the day I took them myself off I probably should have uh, kind of reduce my dosage but I just completely took myself off I couldn't hack the the cloudiness anymore it just wasn't me and that was acknowledged from my friends and it was one of those things of having a support like a good support network which is crucial which I'm going to talk a lot about and that has helped me a lot so one of the big things that kind of comes up a lot from the mental health side of things is kind of is it I read a book called Lost Connections by Johan Harriman and it was recommended to me by one of the previous guests Sinead Hegarty when I was over in Thailand and it, it's a it's an amazing book if anyone hasn't read the book uh, definitely go onto Amazon or Book Depository or whatever wherever you buy your books and head over and buy Lost Connections it's phenomenal it's one of the best books I've read and it kind of discusses whether the depression is a chemical imbalance or is it kind of situational and it's just it's just your life and things that get in the way and it's uh, it's based on what's happened to you and there's also another guy that I recommend following called at headfirst on Instagram Uh, his name is uh, Joe O'Brien he's phenomenal he simplifies everything he is phenomenal he knows his stuff at the back of his hand and he's someone that I respect a lot in the industry and he's had he has his own podcast the head first podcast and he's had the likes of teacher triceps which i've had rebecca on as well and he, he's very good he knows his stuff so this episode is kind of like how i came around it it's a different approach for everyone one kind of thing may not suit someone but if i can talk about it and it kind of help someone as i as i say it's gonna it's it's gonna it's going to work for me so like the big thing that i kind of talk about for the like the main point that i'm going to talk about now is kind of controlling the controllables and what i mean by that is so many of us are kind of going through the motions in life that we have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or, or in a relationship and we may not or may be happy in it and a lot of us kind of just go through the motions that social or so social pressures are on us that we should kind of have kids at x x age we could should be have this job should be be corporate high-flying person should be working x amount of hours but if you're not really happy and you're kind of miserable going into your job every day when you spend most of your life sitting at that desk or whatever you may do well then you need to control that you need to control your work if you're not happy with it then do something about it and i've spoken about this on very of one of the very first episodes that i had on and i spoke about if you're not happy 
in your job do something about it so if you found a passion it could be pt it could be basket weaving for whatever it is and it's something that works for you well why not try to do a part-time try to do it on the weekends go down to like dunleary uh pier or the festivals are down there set up a stall and if you can make money out of a part-time well then maybe go a little bit bigger and kind of reduce your hours and then eventually go that way but if you're miserable and you're going through the motions just for the sake of getting a six-figure salary you're going to something's going to give and something gave for me and that was my health and my mental health and i don't want to see that to happen to, to anyone else and if you're in a relationship the same thing so many people are going through the motions i know i was but in in, a, in previous relationships when just went through the motions seeing that the, having a girlfriend was the, the be all and end all and it wasn't necessarily the way to kind of do it and in the last kind of like two three years um i've definitely seen clarity and probably a little bit too hung up on kind of trying to grow the business um but it's what my priority is at the minute I'm trying to keep myself I train for my for for my head. I may not necessarily have the best physique out of all the PTs that I work with, but that's me comparing myself to others, which I'm going to talk about again. Um, but the relationship side of things, if you're unhappy in a relationship, I'm not saying go and pull the plug on it. I'm just going to say maybe sit down, have a chat, and see if you can maybe work on things a little bit. And that would be my advice on that. And then the importance of a social group or a kind of inner circle which i speak about a lot is having negative friends or colleagues like misery misery loves company and if you're at work and you're socializing with people who are always giving out about your boss giving out about the workload the, um because most of us spend time most of us spend most of our time at work anyway but if you've got negative friends or colleagues well then just get rid of that get rid of those and that was one of the things that i did was i had a few people that were in i supposedly circle and that weren't necessarily contributing positively towards my to my life and i felt that i needed to kind of step away from those and the funny thing is i gave up booze probably about nearly two and a half years ago and it's funny who you find out who your true mates are when that happens and this isn't me being spiteful at all it's just i'm just saying it how it is that I probably had mates that I were probably drinking mates rather than actual mates that you could have a proper conversation with. And that's not a dig at anyone. If if people are listening to it and they take that the wrong way, that's not a dig at anyone. That's just how I see it now, having seen a little bit of clarity, having spoken to someone. That's just the way I, I've I've seen it. Um, and I'm, I'm, if anyone knows me personally, I say it how it is. And it gets me in a lot of trouble sometimes, just running my mouth a little bit. Um, and then if you have negative friends or colleagues well then just try to cut them out I know you may have ties with those people for a long time but if they're not impacting your life on a positive manner or positive way well then I would recommend to potentially try to push them away or not even push them away but kind of reduce your contact with them and, and kind of see what happens there the, the, the next point I'm going to talk about is kind of being happy with you so so many of us kind of use social comparison as a as a as a as a tool or a metric of our own progress and whether that be weight loss or whether that be working that whether that be your own careers whether that be relationships and like comparison is the thief of joy like if you keep looking up at social media if you keep looking at how your friends are doing if you keep looking at other people's relationships and saying oh i want to be this i'll be happy this i'll be happy when i earn this amount of money you're gonna you're just you're not gonna enjoy it you're not gonna enjoy the journey you're gonna keep plodding along and once you get to that you're like oh I, this this emptiness feeling and i was that way when i thought i wanted all the money in the world 
when I was working for someone else I thought I wanted that that when I had a relationship that I was like oh I'm plodding along here kind of I thought I was going to go uh, moving all that kind of stuff and that may looking back at it now definitely wasn't ready definitely probably most more than likely wouldn't have worked um, but so many of us look through spend so much time on social media now um, comparing ourselves comparing our bodies comparing our journeys and so many times when I'm in the gym in particular or talking to people on on social media and they're asking me questions during the Q&A's on the Wednesdays on Instagram I they're like oh why is Mary looking leaner why is Mary looking bigger why is Mary have a bigger bum than me all this kind of stuff and you have to realise that you can't compare your like chapter one to their chapter 20 and people forget that that person may have been training for five or ten years and the example i used was i had a client this morning that they were asking me about how has a certain social media influencer got a how have they got their body that way and they look incredible and i'm and like they're having a social life they're going out in the pace there that's all they're putting up on social media when they're putting when they're going out in the weekends and they're a little bit overweight i know the person they're talking about i've had the person on the podcast before and i know that person has trained their ass off they manage their food during the week they work they make it work around their lifestyle they that person may not go out every weekend but when they go out they go out and enjoy themselves they reduce their calories they just change um, their mindset change their lifestyle change their food and make it work for them and work around their life and that's the way it probably should be done or definitely should be done should I say like and so many of us kind of kind of strive for other people's goals as well so if I take that person's example again that their person that person's goal will be weight loss but that social media influencer's goal could be to kind of grow their glutes or the thighs a little bit more and that person may not um, the kind of we always kind of if you're talking to someone in the gym and kind of someone like oh, I'm going to go up on stage and I've been asked a few times have I ever am I ever going to do like a finished photo shoot again and I'm more than likely not never say never but I, I didn't enjoy it no effect no it's nothing to do with my coach it just wasn't for me I didn't enjoy the process I'm happier now when I'm not counting calories I'm generally eating what I want but I'm not like going hard I'm not going to uh, press the fuck up button I'm not working with a coach at the minute uh, the coach I had was amazing um, but it was just that the, the goals that was potentially being set for me may I felt that they were that other person's goals and they weren't my goals necessarily I kind of work want to work towards a kind of a footballer physique if that makes any sense what, compared to most guys that may want to go down the either the weight loss route or the kind of the, the bigger get as big as possible route I don't particularly want to be over overly big I just want to kind of look decent in clothes feel good feel healthy without having to worry, worry about calories or anything like that so strive for your own goals and no one else's is kind of an important thing and that com- that goes from the gym that goes all the way up to kind of the corporate world and so many people me included have got to look into that that maybe their parents or something like that maybe wanted them to kind of go down a certain route but your heart and heart was kind of your hand and your heart you were kind of saying no I actually want to go down a certain a different route that happens more often than not that people are pushed into different jobs and they're stuck there for life they get a little bit miserable and then they kind of, their health gives out or they just kind of throw in the towel and press just go traveling and figure something out and I've, I've seen that happen more and more I think we're more as a as a 
as a society we're more we're more open to that idea and we kind of see people on social media doing the exact same thing and kind of gives us hope and that kind of question comes in about how did you make time for going traveling to thailand how do x y and z go over and make a living while they're over in thailand or wherever it may be so but you that has to be your goal you can't like and it's the same way the other way around you can't push your own goals on someone else so say if that person may not be ready to make a change you can't push that on someone else you they that person needs to be ready to make that change themselves and I see that a lot when people come into the gym i've said no to clients online and face to face because that person may not be ready to make the changes that and i'm not talking about kind of 20 changes in this first week i'm talking baby steps and that's the way i work with all my clients that they may they may think that they're ready but when you dig down into it they're kind of like they, they're looking for the quick fix they've tried fad diets before and then they've rebounded harder and put excess weight on and that's just not going to work and what i try to educate all my clients and people on instagram and i'll use the podcast is a great medium as well my email list as well is that everyone has a goal but if they're not ready to kind of make the changes themselves then it, it's just not going to work um so the other thing is don't be afraid to say no to something you don't want to do this was my biggest thing so say if you don't necessarily want to go for a promotion but your boss is potentially pushing you into it and you don't necessarily want it because you're not ready or you already have kind of imbalance in your social life um or you're spending too much time away from your kids or your family or whatever it may be you don't be afraid to say no don't be afraid to put your hand up and say no i'm actually not ready and this is the same with kind of any fitness journey as well that if you feel that you're not comfortable with a certain aspect of it ask questions why we're doing this why we're doing that and that's so important i encourage my i i think i wreck my clients heads face to face anyway with kind of asking have you got any questions have you got any questions i try to encourage questions because if they're asking questions i know they're trying to learn something I try to ask, get them to ask because there's so many, so much bullshit out there at the, in the minute at this in in this industry. And I just want to. My nutrition background is evidence based, so all the research and all does the the lab, um, the experiments, all the science behind it. That's where I get my information from. From Mac Nutrition, couldn't rec- recommend the course anymore. But don't be afraid to say no to something. It's particularly with social groups as well. If you don't want to go out in the piss with your friends will then say no and don't be afraid to kind of say it don't be i i was one of these that kind of got sucked into that that i was kind of like oh is the social thing to do fear of missing out and fear of missing out on night out but then you kind of you're kind of you get to maybe two o'clock in the morning everyone's pissed off their head and you're kind of chasing the night end up in a nightclub you don't want to and you could have easily gone home probably about two hours ago clear head gone and done something in the morning gym walk whatever it may be play with the kids whatever it may be so don't be afraid to actually say no do what you want don't make yourself unpopular whatever i'm saying but like make sure that you're looking after you because no one else is going to look after you and that's that, that's the, the biggest point there one thing that's definitely kind of helped me with kind of being happy with myself is kind of writing podcasting blogs diary and set positive self affirmations i had i had um shane on um the podcast uh, who ran 24 marathons in 24 days and he also ran across america ran across cycled america in 36 days and one of the things that he did was positive affirmations and that's it's definitely struck a chord with me Shane may be on the extreme side of it but it's definitely one way to do it Shane looks writes down kind of five positive things every day 
um, that maybe uh, that the kind of decent things that have happened to him at the end of every day. So the endorphins are hit and his his brain kind of gets a, a kind of a happy hormone hit. He also pussies up in the mirror or writes positive affirmations up in the mirror. And I know a few other people do this. I know a few sports people do this, that they have their goals. They have their um few deep quotes or whatever it may be up on the wall or up in the mirror somewhere they see every day up in the fridge or whatever it may be and this is just helps them keep that in their minds so they see this every day and this is just pushing into their head yeah forevermore so the big things about kind of being happy with you is comparisons thief for joy strive for your own goals and no one else's don't be afraid to say no to something you don't want to do and writing um, positive affirmations write a diary blog whatever it may be whatever suits you I'm not saying go to the extent that I've done with kind of the podcast the blog the email I just find it quite therapeutic and it's definitely helped me that was one of the big things that I had learned from going to the counsellor um, the, there's a the next one is kind of one of the, mo- one of the most important well, I think it's the most important one it's okay to not be okay and that is the mental health awareness campaign tagline and I know from my experience from being put onto the tablets, I didn't want to be put onto them. I took them because I was such a low place and I've kind of potentially lost a little bit of relationship with my GP because of it and lost a little bit of respect. It was kind of like, oh, you think you've got depression, so here's a load of tablets. And I didn't think that was the solution at the time, but I was in such a low place. It was definitely, it was the, the buy-in that, I, I kind of I just bought into it because it was from a professional so if you're not necessarily happy with the advice that you're given I would potentially challenge it I'm not saying that there's not chemical imbalances out there but more and more people are maybe going on meds that maybe you shouldn't be going on meds and that's my opinion there's no evidence to back that up but that's my opinion I think probably the one of the best things that's ever done I've ever done is kind of had therapy or gone to a, or gone to a counsellor and I know from talking to other people who have had it as well, it's definitely helped them. And there is evidence people who have had or who have eating disorders, cognitive behavioral cognitive behavioral therapy has definitely it's 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 up there with kind of treating eating disorders. And anyone who's listened to this who has, I know a few of my followers who have spoken to me about this before, but cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy is definitely one of the big things that's kind of the research heavily suggests people do if they have some sort of eating disorder. Um, because I know from talking to people who have had on the podcast, I had Vicky on the podcast and she was so honest with her whole story from being admitted to hospital, from weighing herself at night. Yeah. Vicky's story was amazing I wasn't even talking in that episode and it was kind of on for an hour and it was it was phenomenal so thank you so much to Vicky as well so the chemicals sorry the, the pills the pills I don't think is necessarily the answer unless you've got some sort of chemical imbalance or you've got some addiction and this may hurt people or this may not go down too well with the general public but it's just my opinion um, I don't know Johan Harriman who has written the Lost Connections book which I'm going to kind of refer to or have referred to already he doesn't believe or he thinks that there isn't a chemical imbalance he thinks that most of the the situations or most of kind of people with depression or anxiety is from the situations that we've been in whether it whether it's kind of something that happened to us as a kid or parents or something like that and i'm kind of leaning towards that state of affairs because mine was kind of going into the victim mentality which i've spoken about on the podcast with brian Keane before 
falling into the victim mentality why is this happening to me why is this happening to me so young and I was so desperate I went onto those tablets and I fucking regret it every day and it's one of those things that gets me when I talk to people clients who are on those meds and you kind of need to understand that some of them may need it but I would probably say that most of them actually don't need it um from what they've said to me and I try to dig whoever's whoever's worked with me or whoever whoever has kind of signed up with me we go big time into kind of working on the mindset and working on why are you doing this why are you binge eating all that kind of thing and kind of understanding your eating behavior your medical history and and like I'm no doctor I'm not a medical professional once again um this is just my opinion on the whole thing it's okay not to be okay and it's so important that you understand people's situations so many of us or for so long there was a stigma attached to being depressed or having anxiety and they're two different things anxiety is probably related to kind of more of a stress thing and depression is more linked to a chemical imbalance supposedly uh, potentially and also linked with kind of situational situa- uh, situational consequences or something that's happened to you in the past um, so it's very important to kind of surround yourself with a support group that understands what's going on and how to talk to that person how to talk to people with those with those with someone with depression um, and like remember no one only the kind of the professionals are kind of really experts and there's still some research being conducted and they're always trying to learn um, so when you're supporting someone with depression the things that to look out for is remember you are not an expert your friends are probably not experts they're trying to help but the most important thing that you could do for someone is to listen don't ask what's wrong with you in that kind of tone or whatever it may be ask of kind of I've noticed you're not yourself recently and that was one of those questions that I will always resonate with me one of my best mates asked me that question and I was I kind of it kind of struck a nerve or struck a it resonated with me a lot at the time and that was kind of one of those th- times because I completely could become a recluse I wasn't going outside I was sitting on the couch just watching Sky Sports News all day or playing PlayStation or whatever maybe sleeping didn't want to do anything I had no energy wasn't eating and one day May came over and kind of said uh, like I've noticed you're not yourself and it was that kind of thing that if they're saying it to me something must be wrong so it was very important for me to go and talk, go to talk to a GP, go and talk to a professional and it's definitely helped. It's definitely the research out there would state that the, the talking definitely helps people a, a little bit more and it's it, like I can't thank Connolly Counselling and Silorgan more and I've kind of given them a few shout outs on this a few times. Um, like supporting someone with depression, kind of remember you're not an expert, listen to them, ask kind of I've noticed you're not yourself don't say like why are you being a weirdo why are you being a freak don't get angry at them there will be times when you probably do kind of get a little bit touchy with the person because they're not being themselves but kind of make almost kind of take a step back and kind of look at them are they okay is there stress going on is there a relationship breakdown is there work or whatever it may be so definitely talk or gonna go to a gp or a professional so one of the i've got kind of two more so it's kind of social media comparison I know I spoke about comparison a little bit a second ago uh, social media comparison like don't be afraid to 
one of the biggest tips that I have I did I did a social media audit I've spoken about this before I've spoken about it Larry uh, Doyle who was on the podcast uh, a little while ago and like don't be afraid to unfollow people if they're not adding anything to your life what well, then why the hell are you following them like I the Love Island example if you're getting body dysmorphia or you're not feeling comfortable looking at those people because they are looking a certain way and they're not like conducive to or constructive in any way to your life and they're making you feel inept then why the hell are you looking at them why the hell are you you control your thoughts you control your controllables as I've said already you can easily just unfollow them and don't be afraid to unfollow them they're not going to come back and ask you say hey why are you unfollowing me they're not going to do that uh, do they add value to your life do they have a positive message that's kind of resonating with you and if no then why the hell are you following them and i did that before i was i used to follow kind of a lot of kind of fitness models or fitness guys in the industry and kind of like why am i not looking like that after x amount of training some of those people could be airbrushed some of those people could be genetically freaks some of those people could be on drugs and it's very hard to tell so i would take a lot of the pictures that you see up on social media with a pinch of salt and there's a lot of people more out there that are kind of promoting positive body image the likes of rebecca o'rourke uh, siobhan o'hagan and becca gillen uh, who have all promoted body positive body image and i would follow those guys um if you're if you're struggling with that kind of side of things and uh, if you are kind of looking at other girls with big bums or big boobs and small tummies and big waists or whatever whatever way you want to look and it's not helping you at all well then i would press that unfollow button and just get away from it and don't just keep scrolling through social media at night don't just waste your time scrolling through social media it's so addictive it's so it's just one of those things that we all get kind of warped into and i've had to restrict it i don't go on it i'm trying not to go on it after eight o'clock every night so it doesn't affect my sleep um so that's that's my opinion on social media don't be afraid to unfollow do they add value to you positive do they give you a positive positive message and if they do don't do any of the above while you're following them so the last one is kind of dealing with setbacks so i didn't necessarily deal with my setback the best and i didn't i fell into a victim mentality which i've kind of said i had an illness um how you deal with these setbacks will make or break you and i think this has probably made me I had a little bit of a dip for a short space of time and it's probably made me better. I'm still working on a lot of aspects, still working on my health, still working on my training, still working on my mental health. Don't get me wrong, I have days when I feel like shite and whoever works with me where I work in the gym know that my tiredness levels can go up and down and really affects my mood. And if I'm not sleeping properly, it affects my mood, my appetite, my training, my everything and my work, my relationships with my clients relationships with my friends relationships with my family or whatever it may be do get affected so like dealing with setbacks setbacks can impact on those around you so that's why it's so important to have that social network around you um and i cannot reiterate enough kind of the importance of talking um and it's it's one of those things i I try to do probably talk about it too much um and it's just one of those these passions that's kind of come up i'm probably a little bit too open about it and maybe some people find it a little bit weird or a little bit kind of intrusive into how i work or how um if i'm talking to someone i'm probably too mindsetty, but i'm trying to understand their behaviors i'm not a counselor i'm not a gp i'm not a doctor i just really like the kind of the mindset side of stuff i read a lot on it i listen to a lot of podcasts on it 
but that still doesn't make me an expert and that's one thing that I have to make sure that those people know that I'm not an expert it's my opinion but it's and everyone has an opinion but just make sure that you know that they're not not an expert so the big tips that I kind of say to you guys are control the controllables whether it's work relationships negative friends or colleagues being happy with you so social comparison strike for your own goals and no one else's don't be afraid to say no to something then number four it's it or number three it's okay not to be okay then number four supporting someone with depression the important ones are remember you're not an expert listen don't ask don't ask what's wrong with you ask potentially rephrase and say i ask i've noticed you're not yourself talk go to a gp and even if the if you don't like the gp's answer well then potentially seek a second opinion social media don't don't be afraid to unfollow that person and dealing with setbacks talk about things don't fall into the victim mentality like i did and try to talk about things write positive affirmations journal blog whatever it may be have a diary write down your thoughts at the end of every day and trust me it really does help go for walks one of the biggest things i'm about to go for a walk now after recording this because i've been studying all day and i just need to kind of clear my head I have a few things running on my head and I want to kind of get those out. So guys, thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful in any way, please do tag myself in it at Jane Walsh Fitness on Instagram. Please do like it up on iTunes or on Spotify. Please do share it on your stories. Please do pop me a message if this has helped you in any way. And I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's one of those, I've literally pressed record, see what happens. And I've ended up with like a 33 to 35 minute episode. So if it's impacted you at all, guys, please do like it. Follow me on Instagram at Shane Walsh Fitness. Head over to the the website as well, www.shanewalshfitness.com. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you found this useful and I will talk to you soon.